So the big question is this, how are real estate investors who don't have a ton of free time, don't have access to off-market deals, and didn't start life on third base, how do we grow a real estate business conservatively to support our families, finally leave the corporate rat race and build a legacy? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Ed Matthews, and this is Real Estate Underground. This is the Real Estate Podcast Show number 22. Hey, everybody, Ed Matthews here with Real Estate Underground. I am really excited about today's uh, conversation. I'm here with Mark Podolsky. Mark, welcome. Ed Matthews, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Truly my pleasure. For those of you that don't know who Mark is, he's known as the land geek. Mark is widely considered to be the country's most trusted and foremost authority on buying and selling raw, undeveloped land. And today I'm going to ask Mark a whole bunch of questions and have him share his journey into the world of buying, selling, and leasing raw land as an investment. And he's also active, if I'm not mistaken, in real estate and raw land for what, about 20 years, right, Mark? Over 20 years now. Yeah. Yeah. And he's completed in this part, I'm blown away by you've completed over 5,000 unique transactions. Yeah. That actually needs to get updated. It's over 6,000 now. That's a lot of dirt, my friend. It's a lot of dirt. That's a lot of dirt. dirt. So Mark, welcome. Thank you so much for uh, your time today. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. How did you get into the real estate business? So if we rewind the tape now to the year 2000, I was a miserable micromanaged 45 minute commute to work and back investment banker specializing in mergers and acquisitions with private equity groups. And Ed, it got so bad for me. I wouldn't get the Sunday blues anticipating Monday coming around. I'd get the Friday blues anticipating the weekend going by really fast and having to be back at work on Monday. So my firm hires this guy and he's telling me that as a side hustle, he's buying up raw land pennies on the dollar. He's flipping it online and he's making a 300% return on his investment. And Ed, I'm looking at companies all day long and a great company. Great. Has 15% EBITDA margins or free cash flow. Your average company is 10%. And I'm looking at companies all day long, less than 10%. So of course I don't believe it. So I've got three grand saved up for car repairs. I go to New Mexico with him. This tax deed auction. I do exactly what he tells me to do. I buy 10 half acre parcels an average price of $300 each. I sell them online and I flip them and they all sell for average price of $1,200 each. It worked 300%. So I took all that money, went to another auction. And this is in Arizona where I live and it gets 2000. There's no one in the room. I'm buying up lots of acres for like nothing. I sell all that land and make it over $90,000 cash. So I go to my wife and she's pregnant at the time. I said, honey, I'm going to quit my job and become a full-time land investor. And she's like, absolutely not. So I said, okay, okay, okay. So it took me about 18 months for the land investing income to exceed the investment banking income. And then I quit and I've been doing it full-time ever since. Wow. Congratulations. Is land the only thing you're focused on these days? Do you do any other kind of investing, real estate investing? You know, it's so funny because I look at deals all day long just because I'm as an accredited investor, I get sent all these kind of syndication deals and car washes and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, when I look at the numbers, nothing beats what I do. So at the end of the day, no, I'm a a, a mile deep. It's not the fact that I'm flexible. Like if I could find something better, I would, I just haven't found it yet. Okay. So these days, I mean, obviously you're an accredited investor and you've been doing this for quite some time. I mean, how many deals are you doing on a monthly basis 
right now? So we try to do a deal a day. We try to buy a property, sell a property a day. That's the goal. We're not necessarily making that goal, but that's the goal. This year, we're on track to do over 200 deals. Unbelievable. And it's all out of auctions? No, no, no. So, you know, now it'd be probably easier if I just walk you through the model. That would be so, great. Okay. So Ed, where do you live? I live in Connecticut. You live in Connecticut. Okay. I'm going to assume that you owed five acres of raw land in Colorado and you owe $200 in back taxes. Okay. So when I get the public information of the real property list, I say, oh, there's Ed Matthews, Connecticut, $200 in back taxes from the treasurer. So you're advertising two important things to me. Number one, you have no emotional attachment to that raw land. You're right. in Connecticut, the property's in Colorado. And number two, you're distressed financially in some weird way because right. we don't pay our taxes. We don't value it in the same way. As a result, the county treasurer keeps sending you notices saying, Ed, if you don't pay your taxes, you're going to lose that property to a tax deed or a tax lien investor. So all I'm going to do is look at the comparable sales the last 12 to 18 months on your five-acre parcel. I'm going to take the lowest comparable sale and I'm going to divide by four. And that's going to get me what Warren Buffett would call a 300% margin of safety. So now I'm going to send you an actual offer on your five acres using easy math. The lowest comp is let's say $10,000. I send you an offer for $2,500. Now you accept it. Why? Because for you, $2,500 is better than nothing. Yeah, In reality, Three to 5% of people accept my quote unquote top dollar offer. But now that you've accepted it, I have to go through due diligence or in-depth research. I have to confirm you still own the property to make sure that back taxes are only $200 to make sure there's no breaks in the chain of title, no liens or encumbrances. So I have this whole big property checklist that I outsource to my team in the Philippines that they're connected to an American title company. Mm-hmm. It costs about 11 bucks. If I was investing more than $5,000, I'd close traditionally through a title company, but this is only $2,500. Everything checks out. And then I'm going to sell your property in 30 days or less. I'm going to make a cash flow like a rental home. So Ed, I have a built-in best buyer. You know who it is? No. It's the neighbors, the neighbors. So I'm going to send out neighbor letters saying, hey, here's your opportunity. Protect your privacy. Protect your views. Know your neighbor. So oftentimes, the neighbors will buy it. Now, if they pass, I'll go to my buyer's list. The buyer's list passes. I'll go to a little website you may have never heard of. It's called Craigslist, 10, 15th most trafficked website in the United States. I'm going to what I know you've heard of called Meta or Facebook, buy, sell groups, the marketplace. Yep. And then I'll go to the lands, landmoto.com, landfarm.com, landsamerica.com, landflip.com, landhub.com. These are platforms where people buy and sell raw land every single day. But the way that I'm going to do it is I'm going to make it irresistible to that next buyer because all I'm going to ask for to control that five-acre parcel is a $2,500 down payment. And then I'll just make it a car payment. Let's say $297 a month and 9% interest for the next 84 months. So it's a one-time sale. I'm going to get my money out on the down payment. I could go six to 10 months out. Mm-hmm. And then I'm getting $297 a month for the next 84 months. But Ed, no renters, no rehabs, no renovations, no rodents. And because I'm not dealing with the tenant, I'm exempt from Dodd-Frank, RESPA, and the SAFE Act, all this onerous real estate legislation. So it's a simple game. Can we create enough land notes where our passive income exceeds our fixed expenses? And now we're working because we want to, not because we have to. Wow. That is so simple and brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. And this is the model that you've been working since you met that guy at your uh, investment banking firm? 
I actually started owner financing in 2007. So okay. I was late to the game. That was, that's like my biggest mistake was just flipping for cash. Right. Exactly. And not realizing like cash flow is way better. The end of financial insecurity for me is way better than just cash, cash, cash. Cause now I'm constantly hustling for my next deal. Right. Right. Fantastic. And so let's talk about your team. You mentioned that you use folks in the Philippines. What's your team look like? Essentially, I've got software on the front end, lgpass.com. I've got inexpensive virtual assistants. They're based out of the Philippines and Jamaica. Then we have a couple US-based people as well. And then I have software on the back end called geekpay.io. That's a set and forget it note collection system. So between the software, the inexpensive virtual assistants, and the software on the back end, 90% of this business is automated. I'm starting to rethink my life here, Mark. I'm not going to lie to you. I get it. I get it. I hear this a lot, Ed. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Buying investment real estate is both thrilling and sometimes stressful. Without a lending expert by your side, most investors don't stand a chance. That's where CT Rea Funding comes in. CT Rea Funding was founded by investors to help investors just like you fund their deals. Whether you're buying a single family rehab, an apartment building, or really any investment property, our team will understand your deal and help you close quickly. Go to ctreiafunding.com or call us at 860-876-0572. In terms of your offering to the world, do you teach other people how to do this? Yeah. I mean, this is my new mission is to get people out of what I call solo economic dependency, which means if they're personally not working, they're not making any money. Yep. So if I can get people to the point where they can eliminate that big ball of stress in their lives called money, I think that it can ripple out and affect every area of their life and move up Maslow's hierarchy of needs into self-actualization, figure out what their real true purpose is in life. But most people are just working, 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 and they have no energy to figure it out. They're just too tired. So this is a very simple avenue to get them to that point where they can live their highest and best purpose in life. Wow. That's amazing. So in terms of the folks that you work with, right? When they go through your, is it a course or is it a, a mentorship? Yeah, or how does it work? yeah, we have a do-it-yourself course, a done-with-you course, and then done-for-you as well. Wow. Okay. So let's start at the top. What's the done-for-you? How does that work? Done-for-you is typically high net worth individuals who have more money than time. And so you're, you're talking about dentists, doctors, lawyers, those types of people. Yeah. And they just give us capital and we work with them. Okay. Um, done with you is going to be group coaching and one-on-one coaching. And then do it yourself is just an, an online course that takes you step-by-step through the program. That's phenomenal. And so it's all the same program. It's the same framework. Um, it's just depending on how you consume your information. Yeah, absolutely. And then there's free. So for your listeners, I can give them a free course as well. So nice, thank the best you. way to learn anything is to do it. So if they go to the landgeek.com forward slash quick deals, I'll teach them how to double their money 30 days or less. And then after they've done that, maybe they'll want to go deeper into the program if it resonates with them. Wow, that's very generous. Thank you. That's wonderful. So in working with these individuals, obviously you become their mentor. I'm curious about your mentors right? What is the best advice you've ever been given and who gave it to you? I've had a lot of mentors. I've been very lucky. That's a really tough question. I could tell you just a quick story about a mentor that I love talking about. His, his name's Ori. Ori's mentor was a billionaire, Mort Meyerson, or is a billionaire, Mort Meyerson. 
So Ori sells this company for $320 million to Experian. And I started talking to him about what I'm doing. And somehow I called myself an entrepreneur to him or business owner. And he's like, stop. He's like, don't insult me. This is before I had like VAs and automation or anything. I was doing everything myself. Right. He's like, please stop. He's like, don't call yourself an entrepreneur. You're, you're insulting me. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, what happens to your so-called business if you die tomorrow? What happens to your family? I'm like, oh. He's like, you just built yourself a better job than what you had before, but don't delude yourself and call yourself an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur builds something bigger than themselves. So he showed me systematically how to get out of the business, build systems, processes, and software. And I'm a control freak. So I, you know, it took me five years to like get out of it. Right. But now that I'm free, I absolutely love it. So I think from a, a mentor standpoint, that some of the best advice I've received has been certainly a new lens, right? Just seeing the world differently. Yeah. And, and so that one kind of comes to mind. But I don't, I don't know if that's the best piece of advice. I'd have to really... A pretty darn good piece of advice, right? I, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. The thing that I find in growing my business or working with other folks that are looking to scale their businesses is those two things you hit on, right? One is being okay with letting go and giving those tasks to somebody who's probably not going to do it as well as you will, but 85, 90, 95% of your quality is still okay. And then you can coach them up to close that gap. And then the other part of it is the freedom that that provides. And I learned that lesson a week ago when I actually came down with COVID and my head never left the pillow for the better part of four days. I went to sleep on Tuesday and woke up on Friday and my business was still running and we still had deals that were flying around and stuff got construction work got done and deals got stuffed into the pipeline and we refinanced a couple of deals and it all happened without me. And the feeling of that was a pride for my team. I was so fired up for them. But the other part of it was that I'm actually now free. I don't have a job anymore. And that was wonderful. See, that's, yeah, that's amazing. So now you're out of silicon dependency. Yeah. As are you. One of the ways that I recruit mentors is I read their books. And if I don't have the opportunity to actually meet somebody and buy them a cup of coffee or a beer and pick their brain for 20 minutes, I really do enjoy reading their books. If you've ever seen me speak, I, I talk about leaders or readers, right? So I'm just curious, how do you consume information to help you grow? Whether that's through podcasts or books or audio books or whatever. And who are you reading these days? I absolutely agree with you. So the way that I typically consume, so I have my own podcast, the Art of Passive Income podcast. And selfishly, I bring on guests that I want to learn from. Me too. That's what we met. (laughs) Yeah. so, So absolutely. So it's like my own form of therapy. So the podcast is number one. And the way that I love to read is I'm a big meditator. I've been meditating for 10 years. And so I'm constantly sort of aware of my thoughts. And so I'll notice that just because of like our culture now, I have a hard time reading like, let's say three pages in a row without my mind wandering. So what I like to do, if it's a really good book, is I'll buy the book and the audiobook. So I'll listen to the audiobook on 2x speed while I'm reading it. And that really helps me focus and immerse. So what I'm reading right now, well, let's just go to the phone because I've, I've always got a bunch of books going. I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you my 2022 book of the year so far is 4,000 Weeks by Oliver Berkman. Have you read that book? I have not. Oh. Tell me all about it. So it's time management for mortals. 
And essentially, it's the antidote to feeling like we're never getting enough done. He's got this great analogy of, I think it was, is it Sisyphus? Who's always, he's putting the the boulder up. Right. And it's pushing the stone up, up the hill. And then it comes down. He's like, well, that's, that's essentially like our tasks, right? Email is that. You get through your email, your inbox zero, and then ding, you got another email. So it never ends. Yeah. And so this sort of existential feelings of just, we're never going to get it all done. And that anxiety is just always there. How do we live with it? How do we cope with it? Because the average lifespan is 4,000 weeks. How do you want to spend it? And it's just a fantastic book. It's not about time management at all, but it is the antidote to that anxiety that I think I used to always feel about structuring my day, getting things done, this and that. That one was great. So let's see. Die with Zero by Bill Perkins. I just completed that. Fantastic book. Right now I'm reading Trevor Moat. Is a Moad. He's a performance coach for Russell Wilson. It takes what it takes. And then a book that I just constantly like to listen to is Anthony DeMello's Awareness, which is more of a spiritual meditative book, but it's not woo-woo at all. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing for your listeners. Knowledge is always a good thing. Yeah. So those are what I'm doing now. And then Think Again is in the queue by Adam Grant. I love Adam Grant. So anything by Adam Grant and okay. Simon Sinek. I'm, I'm big fans. I'm grateful because you just added half a dozen books to my reading list. So that's wonderful. Yeah, no, my pleasure. What's your book of 2022 for me? So I'm reading Like Wars right now. It's how social media companies grab attention and how they use the information both for you and against you. And it's eye-opening. So I spent 25 years in Silicon Valley and you know you always hear about the executives that create these platforms, the, the Facebooks and Instagrams and Twitters, and how they don't allow their own kids to read or to access these platforms. There's a reason. And like, like Wars is one of the books that kind of shines a light on here's what they're actually doing. Here's what the algorithm actually does to you as you consume information. And so, yeah, it's yeah, interesting. It's, it's and terrible. So yeah. It's terrifying. And my big uh, goal this past year has been to avoid all distractions. So I don't read the news. I don't listen to the news. I can tell you what's going on with the news. Only time I'm on social media is literally for marketing at all. So, yeah. and then I quit coffee. I quit drinking. I quit sugar. I quit analytics, like looking at like getting dopamine hits. Like, oh, how many, how many people downloaded the podcast or something like that? It's been so freeing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's got to be a huge stressor. Your cortisol levels must be at zero, which is wonderful. Between the I'm meditation and not reading the news alone has probably taken your uh, stress levels down. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. So I'm curious, you know, you obviously have a lot of interests outside of just given your reading list, you have a lot of interests outside of the real estate world. So when you're not doing real estate, when you're not taking down deals, what else do you like to do? I'm in a bunch of mastermind groups. So I like, those are sort of like the peak experiences when I'm surrounded by people from different backgrounds and different businesses yeah. and kind of look at what they're doing and how they're doing it. One of my favorite books is The Blue Ocean Strategy. So if I could take this industry and apply it to my industry, now I create a whole different category. Right. So that's something I've really been focused on this year. I love to hike. I love to bike, meditate. I travel constantly. I love traveling and try to get to Bali as soon as possible. Learning new things. So 
I've got a yoga instructor who comes to the house twice a week. So I'm taking up yoga. I want to learn how to surf. I want to learn how to sail. So these are all things like down the line uh, that, that I want to do well. Right. Check the, yeah, well, I just want to learn how to do them. And I think that they're age appropriate. As I get right. older, I can continue to do them. Right. A pickleball is one of those things. So right. I like to do as well. Fun. Wonderful. So Mark, I've really enjoyed our conversation today. If someone wants to get in touch with you or learn more about your framework and your process and how you acquire real estate, what's the best way to get in touch with you? I think the best place is probably thelandgeek.com and then just go through the course forward slash quick deals and just start there and start learning. Well, Mark, thank you so much for your time today. I thoroughly enjoyed meeting you and I am going to be one of those people who's going to be logging in to your courses because I'm fascinated by this model and anything I can do to help advance the ball a little bit is a good thing. And being an old technology geek myself, when I hear 90% automation, my radar goes up immediately. So you have my attention. Fantastic. Yeah. I have so many engineers in our group. It's, I'm sure. It's, yeah. It really, it's, it attracts them for sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. So Mark, grateful. And uh, thank you for your wisdom as well. Good to have you. I appreciate it. Thank you. This has been the Real Estate Underground podcast, a CTRIA presentation. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends. If there's a specific topic you want us to cover, post it in the comments. For more information on the Real Estate Underground podcast or CTRIA, go to realestateundergroundpodcast.com or ctria.com. Until next time, happy investing.